All right, welcome back to another Gear in Review. This is Bobby Ratu. Um, today's a special, special interview because we've got someone new. Uh, say hello to Roger Sakala. Hey, everybody. What's going on? So I don't know if you know who Roger Sakala is. He is the owner of LensRentals.com. And also, you have a separate website, right? Well, I've got a bunch of them, but uh, and I'm, I'm now the founder of LensRentals.com. I own a part of it. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. But also, Olaf Optical Testing is mine, and uh, then we have a sales arm called Lens Authority. So those are all all kind of branches of the same same tree. Wonderful. Well, I want you to know for everybody that's listening, um, you know, uh, Gear Review is a part of the Touchpoint Dot Health Network. So. We have a lot of shows on touchpoint.health. Go check it out. A lot of fun things. But today we're talking about gear, and we're specifically talking with Roger um, about lensrentals.com. I use lens rentals. Um, Love them. Been using them for years. I've rented gear from lens rentals. I have bought gear from Lens Authority. Um, Half my gear is there. So, uh, Roger, real quick, what is lens rentals at a basic fundamental thing? Basically, it's a place you can rent any kind of photography or video gear you want. It's delivered to you in a box that's already ready for you to ship it back. It's easy as pie. I have found that it is just easy to rent from you guys. Talk about how you make it so easy. Why is it such an easy experience? I think it started because I was a photographer who couldn't rent gear. I lived in Memphis, which is a town that didn't have any kind of walk-in rental place. And wanted to rent and couldn't. So I set up a company to do what I wanted as a photographer. What was some of the first gear that you rented? Or what was that first? Was it a lens? Was it a camera? How did this get started? It got started because I bought a 500 F4 lens. And then came home from the trip to Alaska and had total buyer's remorse. Because (laughs) I knew I'd never use it again. So I thought if I wanted to rent it and couldn't, which was my original plan, somebody else might want to rent it. And that's what started things. What year was that? When did you start this? That would be 2006, right at the end of 2006. So here we are. We are 2019, almost 13 years of business, maybe? Yeah. And how much have you grown? Tell us a scale from what to what. I started with 50 lenses. Uh, They were mine. And some I just kind of bought to fluff stuff out, so I didn't have a webpage with, you know, like five things on it. And I think at latest count, we probably have... 20,000 lenses, 40,000 items total. Oh, my gosh. So how big is your operation? Is it a lot of warehouses? Is it still in a house? I mean, what? It It hasn't been in the house in a very long time. (laughs) Uh, I'm just making sure because, I mean, I'm sure your wife would not like 20 to 40,000 lenses in the house. 18 months in, she had a fit and said, get this stuff and these people out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) And that's. That was the first office. We went into about 1,600 square feet. Uh, six months later, took over half of the rest of the floor to 3,200. Uh, a year after that, moved into, I think it was uh, maybe 7,000 square feet. Now we have two large warehouse buildings. Wow. Uh, one, is all this, one has all the support people from the testing department to the programmers to uh, Lens Authority. The other is the Lens Rentals operation itself. Wow. Talk about some of the brands that you rent. Um, what what do you have? Uh, everything. <laughs> Pretty much everything. Um, 
very, very high-end video. We don't have all of that. Like, you you know, you can't um, get Panavision from us, but we have up to Phantom cameras. I mean, we have $50,000 cameras. Um, most of the reasonable uh, priced cinema lenses, uh, like, you know, Zeiss Supreme Primes, which go for ten grand each. And at the other end, we have point shoots, like uh, RX100s or, you know, the Canon point shoots. Uh, so, so it goes from all extremes. We keep from tripods, lighting, dollies, uh, basically at this point everything. Which, when you consider, I started as a Canon lens only, and carrying cameras was something that I I wasn't sure I ever wanted to do. It, it's amazing to me. As I said, I don't own it or really run the operations anymore. So for me, it's kind of fun because I'll walk over to the lens rentals building and walk inside and go, "Wow, look at that! That's cool." Uh, so it, it's great because, you know, the audience that we have are typically going to be some some gearheads, but a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are in the medical world, are, you know, are content people. So you would say that you have something for the marketing coordinator that's taken a picture of a press conference with a point and shoot all the way up to the person that has a desire to take uh, a photo for the front of Sports Illustrated. Would you say? I mean, do you cover well, the gamut? I, I, absolutely. If, if if you're at an NFL game or a college basketball game and you're on the sidelines, chances are there's some of that equipment you're looking at is ours. Sometimes it's all of it. We do everything from, you know, I've had uh, plastic surgery friends call me that go, you know, I need to be able to take um, macro pictures of, um, you know, the corners of eyes and I'll get them that equipment that he needs for that and the lighting and stuff like that. Um, event photographers um, or, you know, somebody going on vacation who goes, okay, I want something better than my cell phone. Uh-huh. So we, we pretty much cover the gamut. Um, if you wanted the video surgery from across the room, we've got the equipment to do that. Um, if you, if you want to take a nice picture of sunset on the beach, got you covered. Um Music videos, uh, largely our stuff. Advertising that you see on TV, often our stuff. The main reason for that is while those people can get their equipment in L.A. or New York or whatever, if they're shooting a car commercial in Omaha, we have the gear to meet them there. Yes. So that's another thing that I'd like to bring up is the um, uh, one of the things that really got me excited about what you do is I'm in South Carolina, but I had a shoot in Seattle. And so mm-hmm. I didn't want to put all the gear on the plane. I didn't want to take exactly. all my gear on the plane. I had all the gear that I needed. I just worked it into the budget and rented it and had it, had it meet me in Seattle. And it was cheaper to rent it with your insurance than it was to ship my own gear. And it met me at the hotel. Talk about how people are using you in a ways that make business better. Well, I think one of the things you mentioned is just that it's really simple to, you know, you're, you're putting a bid in for a job and you just put the rental equipment there and nobody blinks an eye. Yeah. Um, and very often it's uh, another business decision uh, from on the professional side. I'd rather rent the equipment and expense it than buy it and depreciate it over three years. Right. And that that's, that's helpful. The same thing though applies to the vacationer. We send a ton of stuff for pickup outside of say Yellowstone all summer long. <laughs> that's awesome. There, there, there are FedEx stores all around the edges of the park in those towns, and I swear they must have nothing but our gear all summer because 
why do you want to drive across the country without taking up space in your car, fly across the country and try and get it on the plane and pay extra rental fees while you're doing that? So you're going to spend two days driving to Yellowstone. You get there on Friday. Your gear is at the FedEx. And when you pick it up, your rental starts, not while you start driving it across the country. Right, right. Well, another thing that helps me that for just the average consumer that likes loves photography is here I am at the beach on in South Carolina, um, my Canon uh, 5D Mark III um, threw an error and mm-hmm. went down. And my family knows that if I don't have my camera on vacation, the world is about to end. <laughs> Number one is my temperature level increases dramatically. And number two, they don't have any family pictures at the beach. So, yes. And Canon obviously was going to service my camera and fix it, but it would take them three days to get the camera to me because I've got to go through the form and everything else to get it serviced. So mm-hmm. I just rented something from y'all, and it was there literally the next day, a Canon Mark III. And then I just threw another lens in there because I wanted something to play with. But the point is, is that you are not just for the Canon. Uh, the camera professional. You're covering oh, no. all the gamut. It, it depends on how you look at it, but but two thirds of our orders are non professionals. Wow. Now, if you look at our business dollar wise, it's it's the reverse. But you know, the the, the person. A, a good example. I had somebody the other day who has thought for years they wanted to try tilt shift lens. Well, there's only one way to really try it. You can't take it at the camera store and and take four pictures with it. You've got to have it for a week. Yeah. So he rented a tilt shift lens, was asking me which one was best, and I kind of fixed him up. And he sent it back a week later and said, best rental ever. I hated it. <laughs> and that's perfect to me because I just saved him 1600 bucks. Yep. Because sooner or later, he'd have bought one. And uh, that, that's what I love. That's, you know, that's another point that I brought up is, uh, and I've thought about is many times, you know, I see a lens and I'm like, God, I really want that guy so bad. But I, I want to play with it first to make sure it works and it's ergonomically like I like it. Or if I'm a Canon person and I'm thinking about that Sigma lens, but mm-hmm. I'm so brand centric, I'm scared to go to Sigma type of thing. And is so, it going to focus on my camera right? Yeah. And is it going to work? And I'm just, I'm queasy. I can rent it. <laughs> and if I like it, I can buy it. Right. If you you like the copy, you can buy the one that's in your hands. I know, and you keep it. And typically, sometimes it's about the same price, and you you credit the rental to the purchase. Right. And, uh, you know, the other thing that I think some people don't know it, but let's say you've rented this, you know, you you wanted to try the tilt shift lens, and you love it. And you you can go on the website on the keeper and go, how much is it going to be to keep it? And it, it tells you right then. You just go, okay, put it on the same card. But if you then call, we'll send you the box and the packaging and everything else um, that goes with it. And I think some people forget to do that because um, you, you probably want that box. And we we actually have a huge warehouse that's nothing but the empty boxes. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. The other thing I love about what y'all do is you've integrated social media. So, for instance, I'm I'm an early adopter of Twitter. So I was on Twitter by, in 2007. And wow. Yeah, I didn't know Twitter was in 2000. I know. <laughs> I was one of the, you know, one of the many that really early adopters. 
I was such an early adopter that um, I'm whitelisted by Twitter, so I can tweet um, up to 40,000 times a minute, and they will not shut me down. Um, wow. So I've been whitelisted. You know, it's one of those things type of thing that I was an early adopter. So anyway, I love that you if you set with your account, set up your Twitter account, you'll get direct messages about your shipment and everything that's going on. I love that. Well, and for the less the less media savvy amongst us, there's lots of other ways, whether it's email or phone or whatever, to get the same thing. Yeah, you know, if it's sent it to my Twitter, it'd be useless because I look at my Twitter every month whether I need to or not. <laughs> Twitter is a major communication tool for me. Yeah, well, I, I'm old, you know. At my, yeah, I, I I used to remember waiting for the newspaper to find out news, so I'm old enough that Twitter's probably past me. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't say that. You know, if we're my my great grandmother asked me how to set up the Twitter, and now she's on it now, so it's like, <laughs> oh no, really? Oh, it's great. great, the Twitter. Oh my lord! <laughs> All right, so real quick, what is? Can you can you guesstimate or tell me what your most rented gear is? Uh, the most rented single items would be the Canon L zooms, like the twenty four seventy two eight and seventy two hundred IS two or three. Uh huh. And uh, that's the single most rented item. Um, and and you know I can tell you like, like we have hundreds and hundreds of those lenses in stock. Uh, wow. It, you know, it, it it goes very much by by you know the popularity of brand. Everybody looks and sees you know who's buying what. But for instance, it used to be Canon was number one, Nikon number two. Now Sony's number two, and Nikon's number three. But even even tiny things that we don't rent much. When we say, oh, we hardly ever rent that, we've got eight or ten of them. Wow. So what is your favorite lens of all time? Historically, it's going to be the Canon 135 f2.0 because back in the day, that was the first really, really good lens I ever got. I learned how to do photography on that. It was the lens that taught me how to use depth of field and angles. And and it's still to this day a really fine lens, uh, now, what, 20 years old? Um, and, and I have to respect something that the design from 20 years ago is still competitive today. Mm. You know, yes. that's that's... That's really amazing when you think about it. Um, there sure is no 20-year-old camera that's competitive today. There's no 10-year-old camera that's competitive today. And I think you probably make a good argument for five. But here's this lens that was designed 22, 23 years ago. Still great. So that's one that I really, really like. Um, my favorite zoom is probably the Nikon 70-200 to um, new version just because it's so excellent. I don't really shoot that lens much, but I admire the excellence of it. Um, and then I, I have a real penchant lately for the newer Sigma art lenses, partly because I'm willing to take the size penalty to get that sharp at that cost. Gotcha. And, gotcha. you know, the, the one thing I always talk about, there's people forget there's, there's a tripod of, of lens design. It's sharpness, price, and size. And you can trade those amongst yourself, but you can't get tiny, great, and cheap. It doesn't work. So I had li- I like Sigma's idea of we're going to be optically superb, reasonably priced, and damn how big it is. <laughs> for, for me, that's like, okay, you made a statement of what I'm going to get, and you stick to it. So uh, I'm the, the Sigma arts, all of them, I'm, I'm very much a fan of, except the 2470, which I'm not. But. So a section of your website is called Roger's Take. 
And I want right. to wrap this up with a Rogers take real quick. So to all the people that are listening, whether you're a marketing coordinator in a hospital that has to run out and take a picture of an event or um, you know interview a doctor real quick for the website, to the, the video uh, uh, person in a hospital or a company, what is your biggest recommendation to them as they engage you? What, what would you tell them what to walk away with when, uh, when you're thinking about uh, gear? Uh, if you're talking about thinking about getting gear from Lens Rentals, uh, my biggest takeaway is that the equipment will be excellent. No one tests it like we do or monitors it like we do. And if I had a mission statement for, for my part of this company, it's every piece of gear is superb. Roger Sakala, you are the man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. This is another Gear Review, and looking forward to talking to you next week. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.